0: Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. Hi, and welcome back. I am so, so glad you are here for episode 30 of the Joy Revolution podcast, which is actually the first episode of a little mini three-part series to help you reset for the coming new year. Okay, so these episodes are going to cover how to reflect on where you have come from that has gotten to you gotten you to this moment right now and then to really check in about where are you actually right now and then to look forward and set intentions for the coming year now if you are someone who does not love to do a reset or a check-in around the new year I totally get that two things that I'll say about that number one I would encourage you to to keep listening (laughs) um Just because I don't set goals, you'll know that from one of the earlier episodes of this podcast about setting orientation and intentions rather than goals, but um, this is a little bit of a different way of going about entering a new year. If I were to describe it in adjectives, it's a little bit softer, more graceful, less rigid, more kind and tender yet also motivating and exciting and inspiring so if that's the vibe you're going for heading into a new year like have at these episodes (laughs) Um, and you know if you're still like hey I don't this isn't the time of year that I like to reset totally cool I would encourage you to save these episodes for whenever it is that you do need a reset Okay, so these episodes, like I said, are going to roll out over the next three weeks, giving you a luxurious amount of time to like really actually create some closure for yourself from 2023 and set your intentions for 2024. I think part of the problem with or the intimidating piece of, you know, setting goals for 2024 is you it's like you have to like, sit down and do it. <laughs> and setting intentions and goals, it doesn't really happen that way, right? They unfold over time as things kind of settle into your brain as as you mull things over. And so this is very intentionally spaced out and divided in a way that there's no way that when the last one of these drops on um, December 29th, that you're not going to feel like, okay, let's do this, bring on 2024, I feel closure with 2023, and I feel ready and open and excited and not uh, agitated and anxious and hustly and buzzy heading into 2024. Okay, all right, that's my preamble. But I also, oh, one more thing. Um, So for anyone who is on my email list, there is a beautiful, if I do say so myself, PDF version of these three podcasts. It's essentially a reset manual where the questions are laid out, there's space for you to write. So if if printing or writing or seeing is your vibe instead of listening, there'll be a link in the show notes to my email list. Simply join and you will get the reset manual, okay? The paper version. So, without further ado, I want to talk about this time of year, right? The end of a year. It's kind of weird, right? Like there's this perception that you're supposed to wake up on January 1st feeling refreshed and full of zest and with a whole set of resolutions that'll guarantee your life will be so much better. right, what is that saying, right? New year, new you. (laughs) But let's be honest more often than not when you wake up on january 1st either you have a hangover which is me in my 20s or you're pretty sure your body is turning into all the cheese and bread you ate over the holidays which is me now <laughs> or is just another day that feels no different than the last and then before you know it another year has passed and you're like wait what the heck where did time go at the turn of the year doesn't automatically change anything for anyone as much as we wish it would. What does change everything for everyone is the simple yet intentional process of meeting yourself where you're actually at and deciding truly where you want to go. And so that's what we're going to do over the next few weeks. Okay. And again, you can do this at any time, not just the new year. I personally love to do this around my birthday as well as the new year, but you can truly use it anytime you want to reset or change course. The following questions that I'm going to lay out for you are here for you. All right. So what I want you to, the lens that I want you to take on over the next bunch of minutes and then next week and the week after is to enjoy this. Don't think of this reflection and intention setting as another box to check off. Let this be an actual experience. Enjoy meeting yourself. Enjoy setting your direction. Because planning your life is actually part of living your life. So Wouldn't it make sense that if you're looking to have more fun and more joy and more groundedness to have more joy, more fun, and more groundedness with this process, right? Because let me just remind you, for the zillionth time this year, (laughs) this is your life right now. Okay, so this episode in particular is about meeting yourself where you're at. And I want to set the stage by saying in order to get where you want to go, you have to meet yourself where you're at. It's like when you drive somewhere new and you naturally set your GPS. At least I do. I hardly ever go anywhere without putting it in, even if it's like to my mom's house, where I know how to get there or like a grocery store. But anyways. In order to actually build the route for your phone to know like, okay, it will take you 57 minutes, right? In order for your phone to build the route to where you're going, you have to plug in your starting point, right? Duh, Elizabeth, right? We know how a GPS works, but what does that actually mean when you're thinking about it as compared to meeting yourself where you're at, right? It means pausing, to take stock of what's really going on with you, right now, really. What is the real, real with your body, your brain, your heart, hey, and in this road trip analogy, you know, getting in the car, setting your GPS, this would be as- like asking yourself, okay, where the heck am I right now? Okay, I'm at home. I'm currently home and I want to, let's say we're gonna go to a cute little Airbnb. How much gas do I have? When did I last have an oil change? Do I need more wiper fluid because it's going to be snowing or raining or, I don't know, dusty? I don't know. (laughs) Because you're not going to get very far if your car is in disrepair, if it's running on empty, and if you have not been maintaining it. Okay, so in order to get a good sense of where you're at it is a very helpful to understand where you've been. This is kind of like when you buy a used car and you're like, all right, what's the history, right? Where is it at right now? But was this being driven by someone who liked to go off-roading all the time? Or was this used by a little old lady just like driving to the library and home, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so here's the layout of the next episodes. Today, we're gonna talk about where you've been to set the stage for next week where we're gonna talk about where you're at right now, which will set the stage for our third episode, Where You Are Going. And I'm not actually going to talk a lot at you for the rest of this episode because it's not up to me to tell you where you've been. It is up to you to reflect back and think and feel into where you have been over the last year. And so what I'm going to do over the next bunch of minutes is actually just ask you questions, very intentional questions, and then give a pause for you to think of, feel into, see what bubbles up for an answer. Okay, so just follow along with me. If you are sitting down and listening to this, you can write your answers down or type your answers down. If you are out on a walk or a run or in the car, just listen and see what bubbles up. Your first question is, in one word, how would you describe this past year or this season of your life? Two, what qualities of this time in your life, this past year, were easy to lean into? Three, what did you love most about this past year? And remember, there are no, I never remember if it's right or wrong answers. There's nothing, nothing bad is going to (laughs) happen of you thinking of these answers. This is not a quiz to get right. This is just taking a breath and reflecting and noticing and growing your awareness and drawing your attention intentionally, your attention intentionally to this past year. What did you love least about this year? Number five is how would you describe your own energy throughout the past year? Was it solid? Was it low? Was it high? Was it variable? Was it like a roller coaster? How would you describe your own energy throughout the year? What did you notice? Number six, how would you describe the state of your mind and your thoughts over this last year? Were right, you living in a really anxious brain, a busy brain, a open and calm brain? How would you describe the state of your mind and your thoughts over the last year? I think you're getting the sound of the train running behind my house <laughs> as, you, as you think through this last question. I live right next to the commuter rail. All right, number seven is a variation on that theme of what took up the most space in your brain over the last year. All right, fun fact is something like 80% of our thoughts are repeated day in and day out. And that of course shifts over time. But what were the the thought loops, those patterns that you found yourself in? What were you thinking about a lot this year? What or who? What situation, scenario, what part of your life? And what do you think about that now as you're reflecting on that and looking at that and realizing that? What do you think about that now? What's your take on where your brain spent the most time this year? All right, and now in the same vein, but shifting to a different layer of your being. How would you describe the state of your emotional self over the last year? What emotions kind of, as you look back and generalize, right, what, what emotional states were most present for you? And you might even ask yourself, did I feel a lot of emotions this year? So the question then becomes, what, if any, emotional states were most prevalent and present with me this year? What tools or resources or practices or just things that you did for yourself were most helpful to your mental health? Maybe you're like, oh, the walks that I took this summer were so freaking good. Why did I stop that? <laughs> it could be, oh, I love reading an actual book book, like a hard covered paper book before bed. Or maybe it was some form of a coaching tool that you've experienced from these podcasts, or maybe it's just engaging with podcasts in general, or maybe one of the most Helpful resources was actually letting your brain breathe with no input or stimulation. Hint, if you're not doing that for yourself, please do more of that. (laughs) All right, next question. This is number nine. What were your highs and your lows? You know, you are... Looking back with hindsight on a year, and you're not going to remember every single detail. We never do. It's kind of like back in high school when people would be like, this one test doesn't matter. And it doesn't, right? That's typically, you know, of course there are outliers, but typically not the things that you remember, even though they mattered so much in the moment. So as you're thinking back on this past year, what stands out to you as really high really like, yes. And what were the lows, the things that might be a little uncomfortable to revisit? As the train rolls back on by, I don't know if you can hear that. What factors contributed to those highs and lows? Were there patterns that you noticed? were they circumstantial was it something about how you were treating yourself and your body and your energy were there any patterns if not no worries we're just kind of intentionally shifting your awareness and giving yourself a chance to see what you wouldn't necessarily see without this intentional look back Now, you may not have decided what you wanted 2023 to be about. And if you didn't, that's okay. I'm guessing you had some sort of a feeling though, some sort of hope for yourself. So what did you want 2023 or this past season, if you're not doing a yearly check-in, to be about? What did you want it to be about? What was your secret hope for yourself, your intention? And then an honest check-in around how fully did you live into that intention? And if you're like, I don't know how to gauge that. You know, you always have the option of rating yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not at all and 10 being, oh, fucking fully. <laughs> and, you know, we all get distracted. And by distracted, I also mean sometimes we just choose choose other paths. But an interesting question to ask yourself is, all right, so if I had this intention or hope for myself for the last year, what did I get distracted by? What did you get distracted by? And distractions don't all have to be negative, right? Isn't it interesting? It's like that word, at least in my mind, is like, oh, you got distracted. Like you're, you were pulled away from what you were supposed to be doing. Well, they can also be really wonderful. So another way to think about it is what were you drawn towards over the last year? How much did you follow your desires? Where did you resist your desires? What felt really good about how you lived this last year? What do you want to carry forward from this past year into the next? And of course, what are you ready to leave behind? Now, I want to be very clear about something. If I hear of any of you who have used your answers to these questions as a weapon against yourself, thinking, ugh, this year was like, you know, such a shit show, I didn't do anything that I said I was going to, and I got distracted, and I, blah, blah, blah. no. I will come and find you, and I will, I don't know, hug you until you melt. (laughs) I don't know why that's just what's popped into my mind. The purpose of this exercise is not to shit on yourself. It is simply to take an honest look at where you have been to gather information. Okay, truly, truly, that's what this is. And so if you are feeling any sort of pangs of any judgmental inner judgmental feeling I want you to just take a full breath in with me and a double exhale out that's it another breath in and another breath out and just remind yourself the purpose of this exercise is to gather information. That's it. That's it. Because it is truly only from considering our past and our present that we can set our future. And so this is you taking the next step. Don't get caught in shitting on your past. You are in the process of building your future when you are doing this exercise. Okay. All right, of course, you can go back, pause, linger on any of the questions that felt really interesting to you, and take your time with this. You have a week until the next episode drops, which is all questions about where you are right now. But for now, I encourage you to go and enjoy the experience of looking back and gathering information about this next year, knowing that it sets you up so beautifully for this coming year. All right, I am sending you the biggest, tightest squeeze, and I hope you have wonderful weekends and just luxurious amounts of time for you to actually create a little bit of closure for 2023. If you want to see these questions all written out for you, designed in a lovely little PDF, you can head to the link in the show notes, join my email list, and you will be popped into your inbox in no time at all. All right. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram, at ElizabethTheJoyCoach. And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.